Anyway, are you ready? What kind of mood are you in? Like, because he, like, I need you between a good, open, welcome to new ideas mood. I don't think you do. I think you need me to be in a critical mood because open but critical. Yeah. Yeah. I think I am actually. Yeah. Okay, good. Feel a bit like that. Okay. But don't like shoot me down instantly if you think it's terrible. I don't think you will, but just let you know. Just just hear it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it starts up basically, right? I'll I'll give you the pitch. I'll give you the pitch. So I think I said this before, but it's like how I equate it is Barry, that sort of style, like where it's kind of um, that kind of humor. Is it a film or is it a TV series? No, it's a film. All right. It could be as TV series, but I think that I think that would dilute it because that it's like sort of one steady because it's also like The Hangover where it's a bit like it kind of just ramps up. So it's like Barry sort of humour, but it it starts out small and then it just slowly just gets more and more and more and more fucked. Yeah, Barry meets The Hangover. Is kind that, of like is that. that. What it is? That's what it's called. No, it's not called that. <laughs> Normally, when you get those like meets yeah something meets that's a sign that something's terrible oh well that was only that's because i was trying to think of a way to pitch it really quickly yeah but you have to hear the whole thing before you really understand what it's always about. like lord of the rigs meets grand theft yeah, auto no. or something like well, no. how can that even there it's not exactly that but that was the closest to like that's the closest meets i could get for a pitch okay i think i think it's going to be called the runner but that's a working title the it runner. could be changed generic all right well wait a second, All you're right. picking holes in it very, very I am, quickly. Yeah, I said already. I would and I said, Don't do that, didn't I? Yeah, to be fair, you did. Also, if once we've recorded this and you think like we've gone through the whole thing and you think it's actually going to be amazing, we'll can off the recording because we don't want people hearing it before it's a real movie. If you think it's fine, we'll keep it. If you think it's shit, we'll can it off as well because I don't want people to think I'm bad at writing movies. I think, I think that it would be a great honour for someone to steal the idea and make it because it costs so much to make a film. Only if they gave me credit. If they stole it outright, I thought, although, because you could look at the recording times and the release times, surely if it was like like for like, I could sue them if they didn't give me credit, right? um, Burden of proof, is that a thing? Something like that. You You little fuckers out there need burden of prey, and if you don't have it... (laughs) Burden of prey... No idiot. Burden of proof. <laughs> Burden of proof is actually a better name than the runner. Would that work? No. Is there something called that? Burden of proof. That's good. Birds of a feather. I'm I'm picturing like a Gerard Butler. Yeah. Stop pitching your own movies. Oh, this sorry. is my movie time. <laughs> so it's called Burden of Proof. So <laughs> like a guy it's... suing a guy. <laughs> That could be a good movie. It's Game of Thrones meets Law Abiding Citizen. No, that could be a good movie though, where what like movie? people on a podcast like pitch a movie and then Hollywood steals it. And then it's the battle of David versus Goliath as these guys in the podcast studio trying to get their movie rights back. That's so right. That's so good, isn't it? So that's a bad movie idea. Here's a good one. I take the thing is now. Fucking hell. <laughs> Go on. We're never gonna get to it. That's the movie. It's a movie but you never get to the pitch of the movie. That's what the movie is. A little bit what this is. Really? There's a little bit of that in the background of it. It's a bit meta-textual shit, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's why this isn't that. It's something else, but a bit like that. It's got a bit of meta. Go on, then. You carry on. It's called Burden of Proof. No. The Runner. It's maybe called called The Runner. Is it about a bean? 
No. Go on then. Fuck you. Right. You're because you're gonna be like you're gonna shit your pants when you hit this, and you're gonna be like, I'm so sorry I ever doubted you, cunt. I'm sorry that I shit my pants. Yeah. Right, you ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the main character in this movie is like a sort of semi-incompetent, awkward, but like good-hearted early 30s. Imagine like a cousin Greg type. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 And his mum is like, he used to be a super famous actor and has now turned into sort of a business mogul and owns like publishing uh, and uh, distributing studios and things in, in Hollywood. Right. So she was an actor and now she's turned business. So she's like a multimillionaire. Right. Okay. So movie starts with this guy living in, in his mum's mansion, just sort of like dossing about not really doing very much except like spending his mum's money. Right. And his mum's sort of getting really sick of that because he's just like spending money and okay. being a pain in the ass. Dad's not around for whatever reason. I've not worked that out yet. <laughs> One of the early scenes is he like she's having like a party, a big Hollywood exec party in her in her house because it's a big house, a big mansion, yeah. and he's just like being super introverted and awkward and just being you know himself. And he keeps, because it's like a big Hollywood party, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll get my script read by one of these guys and they can make my movie, right? Have you got any actors in mind for this or are we going to come on to that as a separate We can come on to that. Or do you want me to? But Cousin Greg is kind of the person I'm thinking of, not necessarily Nicholas, whatever his name is. Yeah. But that type. Okay. They need to play awkward but lovable. Yeah. Because you said Cousin Greg, but in my head I was thinking Jonah Hill. No, wrong. No. Wrong. Wrong. He's not awkward but lovable. I thought he could, no. he could do that. No. Just wait, because he needs, like, this person gets into a lot of binds <laughs> because they're, like, an idiot. But are there then, shenanigans as well? There are shenanigans, yeah. All right. Um, And Jonah Hill couldn't really pull it off in the way I'm thinking. All right, go on. But then. maybe, we'll see. Keep 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 that in mind. Yeah. Just imagine, for now, just imagine cousin Greg. cousin Greg. Not our cousin Greg, as in from Succession. We don't have one, do we? Not anymore. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, at the party, he's trying to give his movie script to people that he's written, and no one wants that because he's just like this fucking dust kid, but he's in his 30s and really should know better. Yeah. Also, there might need to be another script, another uh, scene somewhere, but basically, the mum's never read the script either because he's just, just like, just fucking get out of my face. Yeah. Do we know as the audience what the script is about yet? Not yet, no. No, okay. So anyway, after this this um, big party, she fucking loses it. She's like, I can't be dealing with this anymore. This kid's got to go. Um, so she kicks him out the next morning. But like, to be fair to her, she she rents him like a little flat, gets him a little like shit car, and is like, this is what I started out with. Why don't you make something yourself? You know. So then, and also because she owns like these big production companies. She calls in a favor and gets him a job on like a big sort of HBO, imagine HBO series kind of thing, like the next big series, right? Yeah. As the runner uh, for the director slash showrunner kind of person, right? Yeah. Previous runner got an unceremoniously fired for something really small because this guy's like egocentric kind of that kind of person. Okay. Um, and she's like, go make a name for yourself just like I did, right? So that's set up the premise a little bit is the tone is it comedy yes so these initial scenes like establishing bits yeah. not so not a lot's happened there no. so far is there jokes in yes. there yeah bits like there's that? there's it's all but it's kind of like british humor it's not like a hollywood over the top 
jokes rammed down your throat kind of thing. It's all just like really funny situations. Okay. And the dialogue's really tight and funny and like you're just like you're kind of laughing along with it a little bit. Mm. But it's not like laugh out loud funny at this point. Okay. It's kind of like a bit like um I don't know. Yeah, it's just kind of British sitcom vibes a little bit. All right. Anyway, so yeah, he gets this job and then for the first fo- sort of few scenes maybe like montage-esque, but not quite montage just like quick snippets of what he's doing. He's getting like coffees, baked goods, dry cleaning, etc. just everything that menial tasks like a runner would do. Yeah, yeah. And he's not doing an amazing job, but he's trying his best because like this is his first proper job. So he's trying really hard to make it seem like he actually knows what he's doing because he wants to sort of prove his mum wrong a little bit. But his incompetence is like, it's kind of charming a little bit because he's like, everyone comes kind of like, oh, he's trying his best, like, you know, but he's just incompetent. Imagine Ben a little bit as well. <laughs> and James A. Caster, that kind of, you know? <laughs> okay. But yeah, so he's a bit too innocent and naive for Hollywood, basically, is the is the point. But he's, you know, he's trying his hardest. Then after that sort of quick debrief of all those little scenes, um, he gets asked to do this massive task that basically will prove that he's, like, good at his job and he's not just a Nepo hire. And also he's hoping it'll be his big break and so someone finally can read his script. So I don't know exactly how this bit's going to work, but the idea is... He gets asked to go get a signature from like a famous director slash writer, kind of like Scorsese thing. Okay. Because they need to use his like likeness or something in an episode. They need to use something about him in an episode okay. of this new sitcom. Um, and the previous runner had got the signature before, but then got fired and like as a fuck you, like got rid of the signature, like what document or whatever. I don't know exactly how it works, but something like that, right? So he goes off to get the signature. And he fails miserably and he gets shouted out of the office by this director who's like, no, fuck you, I've already given it to you, I'm not wasting my time with this bullshit, that sort of thing. Comes back to set and he's like, the director's very busy, like running around, like calling shots and stuff. And then the guy's like, goes up to him and he's like, he can't quite admit that he's fucked up, um, but he's like trying. So he goes up to the guy and he goes like, oh, you know, and he's, like, the director's like, how did it go? I need to know, like, quick, 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 sort of thing. Anyway, the guy, because he's so awkward and he just wants to please, he's just like, uh, yeah, you know, he had some reservations, you know. And then the guy's like, the director's like, um, well, if you don't, if you tell me you don't have to sign off, we're going to have to like shut down this episode and rethink everything and like, think of all the money we're going to lose. Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, no, not exactly that. No, just, you know. Just... And then basically it works out that he's like, no, I did get the signature. Because he's just like lied because he's like, oh, I'll have to go back and I'll get it because I don't want to admit that I've fucked up. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. And then he was like, well, why, why are you being so weird? What do you need to talk to me about then? He's like, oh, you know, I just want to talk about my script. Um, he's like, well, just give me, give you a script to my assistant. I'll read it tonight. Don't just go away. Um, anyway, so that then leaves that. So then the runner's like, oh, I need to up my game. I need to go and sort this out. Yeah. So he goes, um, he goes to get the signature again. This time, like, the assistant won't let him in and, like, calls security on him and kicks him out. So he's like, oh, Christ, what am I supposed to do? So he, he goes to the car park. He's like, I'm just going to wait by his car and um, get his signature when he comes out of the office because I just need to explain the situation to him. It'll, it'll be fine. Just need a signature. It's fine. Anyway, he goes to the car park. He's waiting there for a bit. It starts raining. He's like, oh, God. yeah. And he realizes the car's open. So he gets in the car to get out of the rain. Um, but then he basically, the director's like working super late and he doesn't quite realise. So he falls asleep on the back seat and he wakes up and it's like pitch black and he realises they're driving. 
And so the runner, he just doesn't know what to do. He's just like, he just sits in the back of the car. He just, he has no idea what to do. Anyway, um, like, and he's like, oh, I'll just, I'll wait until we get to the house and then I'll get out of the car when he's already in the house and I'll knock on his door and it won't be weird. It'll just be like, you know, I got your address from someone and I'll just get the signature then. That's kind of how he's trying to rationalize it in his head. Yeah. Anyway, he ends up making a noise in the back of the car and the director hears and gets like really spooked and he like looks around and then he, and like crashes his car. And imagine they're like in the countryside. They've got out of the big city. This guy lives in like a nice like converted barn. Just imagine like they're going down like a long American road with like corn fields and like <laughs> sides and stuff. Yeah? yeah. It's like like Freaky Friday, is it? No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no it's way more, you know. Um, I might just make some quick edits. I wish I could this. be a director for just one day. <laughs> no, it's no, it's not that. It's not that. Um, let me just change a few of these bits. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. Um, so yeah, where was I? Uh, so yeah, they crash. They basically end up crashing into a tree, right? Okay. Director like gets knocked out. He's like heads on the steering wheel. The guy's in the back. He was fine. He just like he's a bit dazed. Like, oh fuck, what do I do now? Anyway. So he, and he's like, oh my god, my whole career is going to be up in flames if this ever like goes wrong. So he's like, what the hell do I do? Um, and he sees like a little barn in the distance, just like through the cornfield, basically. So he gets, he grabs the guy out, he grabs the director out, basically takes him to this barn, puts him on like the in the, the like a chair in the middle. He just puts him on there. He's like, oh, what am I going to do? This is terrible. And he's like, oh, I need to go get some medical supplies because he's cut his head. And I'll go get some coffee i'll get him some donuts or something just try and smooth it all over it's like oh, i can't leave him here like this because he'll be freaked out and what to do so he ties him up to the chair so he's like he can't leave because <laughs> then i can explain it and it'll all be fine he goes he goes back out he pushes the car into the the field and like hides it in the, in the cornfield basically that's why it needs to be tall so it can hide <laughs> the car <laughs> um and then like there's a bike by the barn so he just grabs on the he gets on the bike and rides back to the city Gets to his flat, gets in his apartment, raids all the cupboards, grabs everything, grabs all the medical supplies, puts it in his car, drives back. The director's obviously fuming. Oh. <laughs> up. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, and he won't like stop shouting at the runner. And the runner's like, oh, God, I just need you to explain the whole situation. Like, I'm not a bad guy. I just need you to sign this thing. And the guy's like, you are. I'm going to get you, like murdered or something because he's like you know he's a big mafia kind of director so he's is like, he well he's like That's a new no he's like directed mafia <laughs> movies kind of thing so he's like i'm gonna get you killed like he's just trying to like yeah get, get out of the situation so anyway the brother's like oh god what the hell do i do so anyway he, he ends up punching him in the face <laughs> <laughs> this is fucked <laughs> he ends up punching him in the face to like just like calm him down basically yeah that'll work yeah he's, oh, nothing, nothing else is working yeah like, sorry i overreacted actually <laughs> Thanks yeah. for punching no, me. No, I know, but this sense. is this is how he's trying to like resolve the situation. It's like he's not, he won't shut up, he won't listen to me. But I need like he basically, maybe he just slaps him. Maybe he doesn't punch him. He slaps him. Anyway, the director just like <laughs> it's a bit of a jump here, but bear with me. Um, <laughs> I like the clear gin, boy. Let's make that movie. <laughs> no, 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 not yet. <laughs> shut up. Um, Anyway, so yeah, he, he hits him. He doesn't. He keeps like shouting at him. So he keeps hitting him, and he's like, "I need the signature." So he keeps hitting him. He's like, "I just need you to sign this thing." Just keeps hitting him. Anyway, inadvertently, like ends up torturing the guy into giving him the signature. Inadvertently <laughs> yeah. tortures him because in his head, he's like rationalizing this. He's like, "This is the only way through this. Like, I have this." And anyway, he gets the signature. So he's like, "Great, done it." 
Perfect. Sorry about hitting you and stuff, and I'll come back and make it right. Tate, Isn't that him free? Not at this point. He's like, I can't let you leave now because you'll, you know, you'll get me fired, and like, so you're gonna just have to stay there for a bit. And oh, so he's insane then? That's fine. No, he's just like he's just trying to do the right thing, and just nothing goes right for him basically, and he's just an idiot, mm. you know. Um. Anyway, so he, he takes the the sign thing back to the director on set, the on set director, and who's like, okay, great, amazing, thanks for this. Um, you really saved my bacon a little bit. And then some time passes, about like, I don't know, between one and two days, um, and the director gets reported missing by his wife. So has um, he been back to feed him and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he give yeah. him right? So there'll be a few like little bits of scenes where he's just like <laughs> trying to make smooth things over, like giving him a drink and things. But yeah, he's still tied up and like really angry, but also like kind of scared for his life at this point because he thinks this guy might kill him or something. Now the runner goes back to set because he's also trying to work at the same time so he doesn't lose his job. Yeah. He's trying to manage this kidnapping and work at the same time. So he goes back to work and now the director on set is like, we're screwed. We can't make this episode about this Scorsese type person because he's he's gone missing and it'd be in bad taste. So we're going to have to get someone else. We're going to change the episode, change something else. <laughs> so the, the runner gets asked to get the signature from this next guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, you know, great. I've done this once. I can do, I can do it again, sort of thing. Um, so he goes to the, the director's office. Same sort of thing happens. He gets left out of reception. <laughs> he's like, oh, Christ, what am I going to do? So I'm not going to do the car thing this time. <laughs> so he, he breaks in uh, via like a rear window in the guy's office. And like, as he's crawling through, he ends up knocking over a vase that makes a load, load of noise. But as, as he's like picking up the vase to put it back, the director comes. It's like, oh my god! Um, and he thinks like it's a burglar. Um, <laughs> and... He accidentally knocks him out. <laughs> no, no. But because he's like, oh my god, it's a burglar, and he starts like shouting. He's got vase in his hand. He knocks him out with the vase because he's like, oh my god, he's gonna shout the whole place down and get fired again. You know that sort of thing. What did he think was gonna happen? This guy's insane. Well, no, because he he just his, his first thought is to just knock people no, out. No, it's, not the, like, it it's not, not the first thought. It is. No, mate. listen, just wait, because he's like he's gone in through the back window, inadvertently knocked over the vase. As he's picking it up, the guy thinks, oh, my God, he's a burglar. And he's like, oh, God, what? And then he just knocks him out because he's also, like, it's still adrenaline fueled from the whole accidental torturing thing. It's not his first port of call to hit someone. It's just that's the way that the events are happening. Right. Because also in his head, he's like, I'm going to lose my job. They're going to find out about the director I've kidnapped. I'm going to go to jail. My whole life is in ruin. So he's like, he's trying to crisis managed but not doing it very well because he's an idiot because he's 32 and not done anything with his life but he's also trying to do the right thing weirdly is this making sense yeah what go on what are your comments way. no i haven't got any comments to be honest perfect <laughs> just it's a comedy right all right so it doesn't have to make all complete sense no but it, it does i think it does make sense. so he, he's kidnapped one and then yeah. he's, he's not this other bloke out yeah. With the vase. Yes. Then what? So now he's like, well, what am I going to do with this guy now? <laughs> um, so he bundles him out the window, puts him in his car and takes him to um, like a lockup like where all those like self-storage things are because his mum has a big lockup there that's full of like movie props that from movies she was in and like movies that she's directed and stuff. Okay. And he used to go there. 
So he knew about it because he used to go there and like write his script and like get inspiration from all these cool like movie artifacts and things. Yeah. Um, so he puts him in there and ties him up. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Christ, how has this happened again? And then he goes back to the barn again and like to, to, to feed him and keep up that whole thing. There could be a thing where he goes to like a hardware store or something to get the rope and things to tie him up. And then he has to go back there again in like two days, and the guys there's something like yeah. we've got a like a loyalty scheme. <laughs> yeah, if you're interested. that's good. Yeah, yeah, keep that in mind. Yeah, uh, yeah. So anyway, he starts to go back to the barn to give food and, and stuff to the director. Ends up seeing police lights um, by the tree that they crashed into, and he like drives past it, and he realizes they found the car of the old director. Okay. Um, so he's like. He goes into the barn. He's like, "Well, you can't stay here because they're going to find you because you're like, you know, a few hundred meters away from the thing or whatever." So he anyway, anyway, he bundles them up into the car, takes them to the lockup. So now hilarity ensues. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't just say that, right? Yeah, <laughs> something definitely no. has to be on the. So page. this is where, um, <laughs> this is where, like, there could be some funny moments as well because now there's two directors locked up in this lockup. You know. Um, like tied up to one another. Were they at the party at the beginning or not? No. Okay. No. Uh, one idea is maybe, you know, they think this guy's like a serial killer of movie directors because they know each other and like, they're like yeah. maybe just killing movie directors or something. Anyway, um, a bit of time passes um, and the runner is like, he's trying to figure out how to now fix this whole situation because he's kidnapped two directors. How can he ever resolve this? And so he's like going on the internet uh, also, once a few scenes, like at the start, you kind of see his bedroom when you first meet him, and he's like, he's into like like tech and crypto and all sorts of shit, right? So anyway, he goes on the dark web at this point, and he's like, oh my god, I need to find a solution, and he like like looks through some posts and he posts some stuff as well, um, and he thinks <laughs> he thinks he's found a great solution where there's this like radicalized group, um, <laughs> not necessarily terror, not necessarily religious, just kind of you know enough to get the idea of what they are and this group has found out that this first director's gone missing and they're like clamoring to find him because one of his movies was super controversial against their like cause so they like hate him and they want to like get him so that they can get revenge on it basically and so in their like post on the dark web they're like oh we want to find this guy and make a new movie to set things right and Arn Renner's super naive, so he's like, are oh, they going to make like a Hollywood-type movie um, that will set the record straight? So he arranges with this group to hand him over um, as long as they take blame for the kidnapping, basically. Oh, because the second one he kidnapped, and the other reason why they thought he was a burglar is because he like had his hood over his head. and like So the, the second director's never seen his face. The okay. first director has. So he hands him over. like They take him to a warehouse and hand him over, and like he sees like, you know, there's camera set up and he's like, oh, they're going to be shooting the movie here. That's quite cool. So he's like, he just sits in the back <laughs> and just watches them shoot this movie for a bit. <clears throat> and it starts with like a monologue to camera <laughs> of this group. Um, and they take the bag off the director's head. And then there's like shouting and stuff. And anyway, they behead him. <laughs> God, this is the worst. This is the worst. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then the guy's like, oh my God. That's not why, because he was just expecting them to make a new movie, not this kind of, you know, ISIS style chopping off head movie. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, the runner's like, oh my God. And then he like, runs away, basically. And he's like, no idea what to do. So he sits in his car, he's like racked with guilt. 
Um, and he decides, oh, God, I'm going to have to just come clean. This has gone way too far now. This is just terrible. Um, so he, he's like, I can't go to the police, though, because like that's just going to go. Like, if I go to the, the director on set, maybe he'll just, I don't know, Hollywood can cover these things up. I don't know, something like that, right? Anyway, so he goes to the director on set, and he's about to like confess to everything, like tell the police where the second director is and like, you know, take me to jail sort of thing. Turns up, about to say everything. The director runs up to him and goes, I read your script. It's the best thing I've ever read, right? I want to make it into a movie like right now. This is where it start, starts to break down because I've not thought, thought about it as much. But Runner gets caught up in the moment. He's like, oh, my God, like this is my dream come true sort of thing. Um, <laughs> um, and he gets caught up in the moment and he's like convinces himself basically like, I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll make this movie. I'll get loads of money. I'll give it all to charity. And then I can just make this whole thing right. Like, you know, trying to rationalize the whole thing. And then um he's like well what do i do with the second director i've got no idea now like because i was going to come clean and i set him free but now i can't because now my movie would be in jeopardy and it's the thing i wanted my whole life so anyway he keeps the second director hostage because he wants to like ban it anyway like he keeps him hostage just whilst he thinks but he ends up like bouncing ideas off him for the script right and like to try and make his movie better so he ends up keeping him for like months <laughs> he's like trying to make this movie this is insane yeah yeah i know i told you it gets mental and then um, the movie gets made. It's like a massive, massive hit. He's an instant star. What's Everyone it about? Him. Um, well, we'll get there. Um, you don't quite see it. You just see like the posters and no, maybe you, you see parts of the posters. You don't see the movie title. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway, he goes to like red, red carpet premiere for his movie. Um, but whilst that's happening, the director finally like manages to break free. Right. Um, and decides, like, oh, my God, I'm going to tell the whole world what's happened. Like, so he, he basically wants to go to the red carpet event and, like, expose the whole truth of the whole thing to get this guy, you know, in front of every camera in the world, like, get him ruin his life. Um, so he heads across town, tries to get to this event, um, but, like, because he's been locked up for ages, he's got super long hair, like, raggedy beard, like, he looks like a homeless person, essentially. He gets like to the main like straight road just up until the like the red carpet event, and like a massive movie movie Hollywood star basically is driving his massive fast car and he runs him over as he's like crossing the road. <laughs> um, and the movie's like, oh, "Oh my god, what's happened?" And he thinks, "Oh, it's just like a homeless person. It's fine." Yeah. So anyway, he covers it all up because it's Hollywood and they can do that. Um, meanwhile, red carpet goes great. He wins loads of awards, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, not, he doesn't win awards there, but like, you know, critical acclaim and things. Um, then he heads back to the lockup after like the after party. He's like, oh my God, I need to sort this shit out. I completely forgot. And he gets there and realizes it's all broken out. And he's like, oh God. Um, anyway, somehow, you know, a few months go by and he realizes nothing's happened. So it must be all fine. Uh, and then the movie ends basically with uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, yeah. There's some more stuff in there, but I told you I haven't worked this last bit out. Uh, basically, the movie ends with a kind of like a Jimmy Fallon-esque interview where he's talking about his movie. Um, and he's asked about his inspirations. And he ends up talking about the two directors that were his inspirations that he he like kidnapped. And says, like, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to these people. And he announces a documentary about his life called The Runner. And shows a clip at the end as well, which then is actually just cuts into the credits and the bloopers. That's it. Hmm. 
It's mental, isn't it? Yeah. But is it the right kind of mental? I think then at the end, mm -hmm. he needs his runner to go and get a signature from a big Hollywood. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's his mum. And it's, and it's insinuated that the whole thing happens again. That could work. Yeah. Because otherwise, what's the point of all that stuff at the beginning? Well, just to set up who he is and his character. Yeah. But it was like Chekhov's mum at the beginning. Like that was going to be part oh, was of it. it. No, the script was Chekhov's mum. <laughs> Chekhov's <laughs> script. Yeah. It was Chekhov's script. Yeah. That's where that bit came from. Yeah. I mean, it, it's... There'd obviously need to be a lot of rationalising and making it seem like that was the only decision that could be made at that point by this individual. But I think there are, I think there's some ways of doing that based on I think, the characters you sort of like loosely based around. I think the beheading yeah. is, is, is so far. It doesn't necessarily have to be a beheading, but some sort of like basically the kill him for the cause kind of thing. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a beheading, but that's where my mind went. I don't think a beheading's funny in any <laughs> way other than No, it doesn't that bit's not funny, it's just super shocking. And then funny afterwards because of what it brings the only way it's funny is if like the beheading happens but he has to like pretend that he hasn't been beheaded like he's holding the head on the body or something like putting his arm around it just holding the head like on the neck like he's just <laughs> sleeping he's fine <laughs> i don't know how that would ever work no it there'd be blood everywhere yeah and he'd be dead yeah but yeah there's obviously all of the bits can change but as a key... Oh, good. Well, that's fine. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, they can all slightly change. But as, like, the as the story the story progression needs to remain the same in terms of sort of where it's leading. Um, but I think I think it's got potential. Because I think there's a lot of random detail in some bits. Yeah, there, there bits, probably it's is. It's like, yeah. oh, well, now he's in contact with a terrorist group somehow. No, that was explained. crypto he... once. No, no, because you see him, he's like a sort of geeky little fucker at the start of the movie. <laughs> That's what the film should be called. Yeah. And then, so he, like, you, you can tell that he's got a load of tech and computers and things. You can tell he's, like, well-versed in that sort of thing. So as part of one of the ways he's trying to fix it, he does go on the dark web. Well, I think um, the dark web thing, I don't know how that works as, like, a film, because what's he doing? He's just going on a computer, isn't he? Yeah. But you just do, like, well, he just randomly thinks of it. Or he see, well, yeah, must, there must be a trigger for that bit. Like yeah, no, because he's on the forums or... and he sees the director's name. Yeah, but why is he on the forums? Because he's trying to come up with a solution to his problem. He's like, how do you, like, unkidnap someone or something? Something dumb. He's, like, trying to just figure out how to fix it. I think, I think instead, the terrorism bit could be good. It's just a bit random. And I know it's somehow linked to the dark web and there's just so happens they hate him and... Like, how bad could a film be that a group would want to kill you? Or how radical does the group have to be for them to resort to killing? Yeah. But, yeah. I think a Weekend at Bernie's type thing would be better, where he has to, like, because he's like, oh, he's gone missing, he's been reported missing. So to, like, prove that he's not missing, he, like, records a video that he's, like, on a project or something. That he's like, oh, he's like, he's on a writer's retreat, or like he's he's and he's doing fine, and like posts a video online, yeah, on his work. social media, 
yeah but then actually having recorded it and he looks back and it, it's gone really well he then accidentally kills him or something like yeah that could work if, if you need him killed off well i was just trying to figure out a way that the runner can get away with it basically mm -hmm. i think also like like power of three often works better as well doesn't yeah. it so i think having one and then another director i think people are almost gonna be expecting oh there's gonna be another one yeah so maybe try and get another one in there but i think I his think mum should be involved ridiculous. Like, i know it's it all ridiculous is, anyway it really is yeah I, I feel like it kind of makes sense that there could be a second one but i don't know is three one too many and i, I appreciate that the power of three is a comedy thing but that I do like the bit where it does convert, you know, he's now got a runner and he's doing the same thing. Yeah, he's got that's, a runner and he right sends the runner off to yeah. get a signature or something from, or just yeah. to, it doesn't have to be a signature for a specific person because obviously then they would know, he would know that it was his own mum. Yeah. But it has to be one of her many ventures that she's involved in. Yes. It turns out it's her that they need a signature from. Yeah. But maybe she's being difficult about giving it and so you, your mind wanders to, well, how is he going to, yeah. What extremes is the new runner going to go yeah, to yeah, to keep yeah. his job? And is it going to put the mum of the original guy in jeopardy? Yeah. But that's all just like a bit of yeah. a post-credit-y type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One one minute, 30 seconds. Yeah. It's like... It is very Barry as well. Yeah. Like, I've only watched the first series or maybe a bit of the second one. But I think I've only seen the first two. There's four now. Yeah, I know. I didn't realise until I saw the other day on Skype, but there's mm. four. Um, but it is very much in that wheelhouse, isn't yeah. it? And it was Barry meets what Game of Thrones? No, what no. was it? Barry meets um, Twilight. The Hangover. Yeah, because it's just that was that was the only thing I could think of that was kind of like escalation. Yeah, it just gets crazy. Yeah, I was I kept waiting for like a, a twist of like oh he's gonna like have to impersonate them or like yeah. gonna body switch. I mean, I really thought there was a no, body there's no body switch. That's no, that's played out. <laughs> and why was the burden of proof? That was barely part of it. <laughs> Why is it even called that? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> There's some promise there, though, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. I think it's a yeah, decent it idea. I don't know where it came from. I just thought about some bits in the shower, and then I just wrote it all down, and then I didn't think about it again, really. Yeah. I can I can, I can, can picture a lot of it. Mm. I think it needs to be a bit more like unique rather than just like, oh, he breaks in and then he hits someone with a vase. Like, it's... I don't know. There can be... Obviously... You don't write a movie in about 10 minutes. You're taking it apart like I've spent oh, hours yeah, on Yeah, this. because that's the point. No, no, the, no, no, that's perfect. Let's get it made. No, the point, the, was, rubbish, the point was, here's a movie idea. Do you think it's got any legs? Yes or no? Not, oh, this is all shit. Fuck you. I didn't say any of that. You basically did. Check the tapes. Fuck the tapes. <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your it's tapes. It's so hot in this fucking sun. Yeah, it's horrid, actually. Um, no, the point was, you know, here's a movie idea. I embellished it a lot when I was just writing it down. When yeah, I first yeah. thought about it. But yeah, the idea. There's a lot. There's lots of it could change, but I think the skeleton is almost there. Right. So cast then. You've got cousin Greg. Any others? Um, thought of the mum. Um, have you seen Beef? <laughs> no. The mum I was imagining was Maria Bello. That's kind of the so vibe. random. It's so, a mum, that is. Yeah. How old is she? Fifth, uh, 55. Okay. So it does kind of work then. Yeah. But that sort of vibe. 
I was picturing older for some reason. I think because she's like had such a career mm. and then she's moved away from acting and all that. No, but she's still like, I don't know, maybe she's trying to be younger than she is, but she just, I don't know, she feels like she's not old. Yeah. And who else is in it then? Don't, don't really mind. As long as the, the first director had a pretty clear-cut vision of someone like Scorsese, sort of an older bloke who's done a lot of movies and is very well renowned yeah but you know anyone that can give that vibe and then the rest don't really know anyone unknowns yeah probably all have to be unknowns to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean there's something there don't think it should be called the runner well either i know that's the vibe these days of like mm-hmm. simplification what do you call it then i don't know you just come in here burden of proof i do like it doesn't make sense for the movie <laughs> Yeah, I'd call it like something. <laughs> you fuck this. <laughs> something with like a double meaning would be good. A double entendre. If you've got any ideas, um, it's that thing again of like you can't just say say oh it would be good if it was like this. You have to have yeah. an idea, like like going well. Obviously, hilarity is going to ensue, so that'll be fine. That's done. That's dealt with. Something like you know, what what happens when because there's a theme running through it of like someone hands them a script and they don't want to read it. What do people say? Like leave it on my desk. What about leave? Just call it leave it on my desk. Or leave it on my desk has a kind of weird ring to it. Yeah, like a sort of burn after reading yeah. type name, like rough draft or something that means something like that. Bootleg turkey. That works. That sounds like it's going to do well. Could be that. There's going to be some movie terms, like when you write a script. There's going to be some lingo in yeah. there, isn't there? Probably one of those. But I don't I don't know enough about movie writing, clearly. Rough cut. It's not cut, though, is it? No. Beheading. I'm still thinking about the beheading. <laughs> That's shock value. Yeah. I think it's good, but it doesn't have to be in there. But I thought it was quite... It's just one of those moments where it's it's all slowly getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse, and then suddenly it just goes, "Fuck, this has gone way too far." <laughs> that they put a, they put a bag over his head, and then they like behead him, but they do it with such force that like the head flies off, and he can like it. rolls out the door, yeah. and there's like all kids playing football out in the street. And and they start kicking it. kicking it's it. a different vibe <laughs> of comedy, I think. <laughs> It's not quite as slapstick. And he has to like get the head because he's got to put it back on the body. He's like, I've got to pretend he's alive. It's a different vibe. Yeah, no, it is a bit, isn't it? Yeah. Bit too three stooges or something yeah. with like a horror vibe to it. Yeah. Could work. That would be funny if they had to try and pretend something else was his head. Like maybe the head just like just falls off. <laughs> no, there's no beheading. He just gets into the lockup and his head's falling off. He's got a thread where his head falls off. Just like... <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I think that would be good. That's actually the whole film. Scrap the rest. It's just about a man whose head falls off one time, one time, and just random. And that's it. Yeah, that's that's the plot. I feel like you've taken what I did, <laughs> thrown it out, and come up with something completely 
mental. <laughs> like he's at the post office and his head falls off, or he's at the bank and his head falls off. Like, that could just be a running, and then her clothes <laughs> just fell off, rotted off. But I've seen everything. Like that. <laughs> oh God! Now that would be good if, like, um, <laughs> if his head he gets beheaded. And he's told the family they're about to send a video, like showing that he's okay, but he's just been beheaded. Right. And so they have to, but the head, <laughs> either kids play football with it or, or like falls into a river or something and drifts away. But like they don't have the head, so they have to like put something else on his neck. <laughs> well, send a video to the family. Send a video. So they rig up like a pumpkin or something on his head and they like carve it and they put strings to his mouth. <laughs> pumpkin mouth. Why not? If they're already a, <laughs> they're already a lockup full of movie props. Yeah, exactly. There's gotta be something in there that they could use as prosthetics for the head. Yeah, but the, but this has gone mental though because he's now been beheaded and they've lost the head. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, no, that's so funny though. It doesn't. <laughs> no, Christ. it is. Now that's I can great. see. I can see why when people like <laughs> write scripts. And then they're not happy when it actually comes out because someone's given them a load of money, but they also dug their filthy little fucking fingers into it and completely changed it from what it was supposed to be at the beginning. But at least they made a movie. You put the beheading in my head. That's the problem. So then I'll look and think yeah. about his beheadings. But it's not slapstick. It's so vivid. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be slapstick. But Losing the head and some <laughs> little kids kicking it around like a football is quite slapstick. Okay, it doesn't have to be football. I said it could go in a river. <laughs> That's worse. <laughs> what kind of fucking wonky-ass floors have they got where they chop a head off and it just rolls well, into it, a river? It's a terrorist base. Yeah? Well, you think they've got wonky floors? I think it's very... Well, maybe like a dog runs off with it or something. Like, do you know what I mean? No, that's not the vibe for this at all. <laughs> that would happen in Barry. No, it wouldn't. It would happen in no, Barry. It, it would. Not no. in like a slapstick way with like silly music over the top, but like a dog beheaded running him. away with the head. Yeah. No, it's well, too a far. Big dog, obviously. No, <laughs> it's too far. Something else. Bring it down a little bit. I think he needs, they need to pretend he's got a head when he hasn't somehow. Why not? Oh, this, no, this gets really horrible now. I was going to say, why don't they cut his head off in some way that. You know, it's like in half rather than at the neck. So then they have to put prosthesis on <laughs> to make it more of a head. Yeah. Like the top of his brains come off and they put like a fedora on yeah. an angle. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Okay. See, we, you get there eventually. Because you went like, it was here and you went well over there with it. Mm. Which works sometimes, but not in this case. I mean, I was really laughing. Yeah. I'm crying actually. <laughs> yeah, I know. But if we're going to do that, we have to change everything else, which I know you probably want to do anyway. Just change everything else to be that vibe. No, I like it. I think things start in a place, don't they? And then suddenly you've got a head with a fedora on it. Yeah. It's like half cut off. Yeah, that's better, but still slightly removed from where it was. But I, I'm not. I'm okay with that change. Because I think they'd be like, I'll put this hat on him because he's got his head cut off like an angle like but who's that. they? The terrorists, they're now involved because they're like, you shouldn't have beheaded him. I told you you shouldn't have beheaded him. We've got to send this video to the family and you've beheaded him. No, but he doesn't know they're going to get beheaded. So. He wouldn't. He actively wouldn't take someone to be beheaded. No, no, exactly. But that's why he's annoyed at them. 
So he's like, you've got to help me like do this video. And he goes, put that hat on him. And obviously he means like put it on at the angle though the head's been cut off, but they put it on that way. So he's still got the head on the side. He's got the hat on the other way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this scene is currently about an hour long. It's the main yeah. bit now. Yeah. Left on the cutting room floor. Yeah. Off with their heads. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll put a pin in it. Because I feel like you're... I've put you off it now. You, I don't want to do it now. No. And if that was your intention, then well done. No, I just think it's just, you know, it's still development, isn't it? Yeah. A development yeah, yeah. phase. Yeah, but it tends to be development. You could like have an idea and you nurture it and it, you let it grow. And then you, yeah, yeah. sometimes you'll have to change the path or change scenes out. But it tends to be the core idea remains the same. <laughs> what you've done no, it's remaining the same it's just where the head goes where do you think the head should go then it doesn't matter you don't even in my version of it in the snyder cut in the lambon cut you like you never see the head again no that's wasted i think what happens <laughs> what happens is like the camera is behind uh the cousin greg type and he's looking on at the back of the camera and then uh, into the beheading scene and it, it slowly moves around as the shouting increases from that side. The camera moves around and you just see his face. You just see Cousin Greg's face and the shock as you hear the slice. And then okay. he runs out the door. Okay. You don't actually see the beheading. What about, has this ever been done where you, it's like first person view from of the beheading. person being beheaded? That might be good because then you do get, we oh, no, do get the benefit then you do of the get, Yeah, flying. because... You, you're seeing it from the eyes. You hear the slash. The head falls off, so the camera drops to the floor. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you don't quite realise what it is and straight away, yeah. and then the head falls, and then the and dog then comes along. Runs. No, stop. The dog. <laughs> I came to you because I wanted to be writing partners on a movie. <laughs> I now don't want you to be part of this production. You go make your own movie <laughs> about beheading... With Clifford the Big Red Dog picking up a head and playing with a group of small, <laughs> small school children I'm near a river. Die. I'm going to die. But that was a good idea I've given you there. The, the per first person view, beheading, yeah. I don't think yeah, that's no, been done. I think that's good. It probably film. has been. Do you think? Maybe, I don't know. We'll find out in a minute. But that works for me. Because yeah. it drops to the floor and then rolls. So you've got a bit of the roll, the head roll, if you want that. But it's the camera rolling. Yeah, and yeah. then he runs out the door. Yeah, because then you can see his reaction. Yeah. And I like that. And bit. if you want, we can have a dog bark just as he <laughs> runs out the door. It's not picking the head up. You don't see that, but the, the <laughs> you know, it makes you think that maybe the dog's going to have. Because people are going to ask questions about that. When you do a panel at Comic Con mm -hmm. or whatever, they're going to be. What was the dog what bark? Happened to the you head know, of... did, did someone, you know, pick it up? Did kids play football with it? <laughs> did it go into a river? Did they do a weekend at Bernie's? And I'll be like, no, 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 no. No, what have you watched? <laughs> yeah, they were so engrossed in that that they just the last hour they'd barely remember yeah. watching it. Yeah. They were just thinking, What was going on with that then? <laughs> Why was there a dog bark? Was there a body swap situation? <laughs> <laughs> no, other than everything that you've commented on, <laughs> was there anything good in it? No, I told you I liked it. I feel like you're saying I've been way more negative than I have. I'm just throwing in a few ideas I'm thinking yeah. of off the off the dome. Yeah, okay. Could be called off the dome. <clears throat> I mean that's arguably quite a good name. But it doesn't quite mean anything though, does it? 
off the dome just means no, you came up with it off the top of your yeah, head, but no. it's actually about a script that he's put a lot no, of No, 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 but if we're talking about your movie with the dog football river, <laughs> off the dome's quite good because it's it's like off the dome because he's come up with it, but also off the dome because you've offed it. Yeah, no, I get that bit. No, there's no separate movie. No? Okay. It's all part of yours. Any of the bits you can you want, you can add. Mm, none of them. You want the first person view bit, come on. Yeah, but you want that bit. Yeah, I'll I take that. You one. can't have that without. <laughs> well, I don't want the others. I don't want the first person. <laughs> oh, I'll right. just have my version of it where it pans around. Look, we could just negotiate on whatever, but well, I think the nego- negotiations <laughs> were quit. Negotiations <laughs> are over. No, it's good. So so what's the next step then? Well, we need to sit down and properly discuss it rather than the dog fucking biting There's the no head. dog fucking. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised in your version No, come of it. on. In the, in this world that we've created here, I'm Zack Snyder and you're Joss Whedon. Right. And I've, cl- that means, I've got but... a vision of Justice League, which albeit is flawed and it's not the way that maybe some people would have liked, but argue, like whoever's arguing that, the, the Zack Snyder version of... The Justice League was better than the Joss Whedon version, who tried to make it like Avengers, basically. So you're the fucking you did, idiot. You didn't want one. it to be like Avengers. No. Oh right. I wanted it to be like my version of the Justice League, not my version of the Justice League thrown in a bin, and then you go, "Oh, let's do this instead." Look, I'm not saying do anything instead. The core of it is there. I just just was interested yeah. about the head development. Yeah. This is a lot that can happen there. I'm happy to develop scenes in that way well, yeah, exactly. where we can build in the humor, but I've just gone. It can't, it can't completely sideline the vibe. No, but it wasn't like that. You told me about a scene and he said, how about weekend at Bernie's? How about a fedora? How about a dog picking up the head and then the kids playing football with it? That's a different vibe from what I know. Pitched. I know. But by going from one extreme to another, you've then got the whole picture. You have, because now we've come back to the middle ground. We've found the middle ground, which is, oh, actually, what about first-person view? And that's it, then. That's done. That scene is done now. Yeah, okay. I don't know if that's how all writers' room work, where you've got one idea and then someone does completely the opposite and then you have to fight to get to the middle. I think that's quite interesting, in a way. It is interesting in one way, and in another way, (laughs) not all that useful. No, it's quite now. Now that I know what you're doing, I don't mind that as a as a as a technique. Yeah, I didn't do it on purpose necessarily, but I think okay. as 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 a sometimes that can yeah. happen. Yeah. What other scenes? If you can deny uh-huh. that his head coming off and being taken away by a dog or floating away uh-huh. in a river or whatever is funny, isn't funny. If you can hang on, what am I saying? If you can deny that Anything that's in funny, that fridge that you can. <laughs> if you can deny that that's funny, fair enough. I'll take it off no, the table. But you can't. It is funny. But not the same vibe as what I was trying to go for. Yeah, which is fine. <clears throat> and by departing from the vibe, yeah. we can find the vibe. Mm, and I, that's what we've done. Ultimately, you... we've done it. <laughs> departing from the vibe? Could that be the title? Quite uh, like that as something. No, but you might be departing from the team. Yeah, okay. I, I can see that. Mm. And then the next scene is me trying to break back in. Yeah. Through the window, and slipping on a banana peel, <laughs> no. and getting your head chopped it's off. It's not by the... slapstick. Maybe I haven't explained it right. His no, go head on comes then. off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's it's not as slapstick as you think because it's very <laughs> serious. Yeah, 
Because <laughs> they're having a serious game of football. <laughs> no, they are. They're yeah. good. These mm. kids are pretty good. Yeah. It, they're terrorist children. There but are they 10 are... Premier League matches for week 38. <laughs> I know about that. Go away. <laughs> Desperate to be involved. Siri thought we were asking it. Serious game of football. Yeah, as you do. And that answer is then 10 Premier League matches for week 38. As you do down the down the pub with the lads. Any serious games of football going on this weekend? <laughs> but also, why does it... Premier League's not the only serious games. Well, I guess it's the most searched for. Oh, I see. Sexist. No. Sexist. Sexist. The facts of no. the matter. These kids are good. Okay. There could maybe be a spin-off movie about terrorist children who play football with heads. Mm. That's how they got good. Heads will roll. Yeah. Mm. Like like goal, but like more of a darker vibe to it. Yeah. Um heads and volleys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It could be. But anyway, it's um I think there's some good ideas there. So let's <laughs> let's put put that together and uh of the good ideas, how many of them were mine? Most of them. Okay, fine. All right. Look, I haven't come in here and said that they're loads of good ideas. There's just there's one that we should pursue. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll let that stew for a bit. Um, I've now completely gone off the idea of this movie. Um, so we'll probably <laughs> never pick it up again. But good. I'm glad. <laughs> oh, God. Don't you love it when you just like, for the, what, probably the first time in your life, have a bit of creativity and you bring it to someone who you think might nurture it and instead he cuts it down I and gives cut it, it down. to the local children to play football with. I haven't cut it down. You you are so... I don't know, what, <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. I think my head's been You are such a cunt. And <laughs> no, I think you were expecting me to be negative and so... What no, I was, I, actually, I was expecting you to be positive. I have been. Oh. Run it back. I mean, it's been an, over an hour, so you We're don't need to. all this. You don't need to run it this back. This isn't going anywhere. Some of it's good. Nah. No. <laughs> You've lost the plot now. Come on. No, you lost the plot when you started lost talking the plot. about... That could be it. Actually, that's really good. Yeah. Because that kind of works on multiple levels. Yeah. He didn't really lose his plot, though, did he? We kind of did. The plot of... The... He lost the plot of his life. He lost the direction, directors. I mean, lose them, but beheaded one of them. Div- divorced, beheaded, died. Um, lost the plot. Lost the plot's a bit, like, yeah, cheesy, like, 90s kind of comedy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's a bit she's the man. Yes. That kind of vibe to it. Yeah. I can I can envisage that on like a VHS tape bootleg cover. Turkey presents lost the plot because also the point of this was I was hoping although now not. Um, Come on, don't lose no, your no, faith no, in it. No, I don't no, see why no. you've gone like this. My faith has never been stronger. You've actually. gone well. That's good then, but so not in this. Been positive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, what I was going to say is we could have you know if we come up with some ideas movie. Did I ever t- tell you about my sitcom idea? Here Bedded. we go. Bed in. Get the kettle on. No, I think I told you about that before. The one where it's a little bit like sort of like there's a kind of sit- normal sitcom going on and then it turns out it all unravels that it's not that at all. And it's like, remember? Like, um, I think you did because then I said, oh, is it like the Marvel thing? 
Oh yeah, it is a little bit Wonder Vision. Wonder Vision. Wonder Vision yeah. meets <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, Wonder Vision meets Wayward Pines. Yeah, yeah. I really like Wayward Pines. Yeah, me too. Blake Crouch actually is just a great author. I've never read any of his stuff. Unreal. Dark Matter. Unreal. There you go. Wayward Crouch. What is his name? <laughs> Blake Crouch. Blake Crouch. You're welcome. Some unsolicited, whatever. Came up organically. Um, yeah. Wayward Pines meets Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> there could be some beheadings in this sitcom, but I think I told you about that offline, and I think you kind of like the idea of it. I did, yeah, but I just thought it was like Wonder Vision. Yeah, but better than that, though. No, it could be yeah, different. It is different. There is definitely some room for something that's like a sitcom, that traditional, like the three-camera setup. That's exactly filmed in front is, of a yeah. live studio audience type yeah. comedy, yeah. but subverted. Yeah, that's exactly what this is. Yeah, yeah. Because the first, like, no, I don't, and I think the point was the point I landed on. How do you ever advertise this thing? Because the first episode is literally a sitcom. Yeah, but you just start to notice there's some tearing around the edges, and some things don't quite line up. And then second episode, it it starts to completely break down. And it's probably only six episode one, or maybe even like. I don't know, three long episodes, I don't know. Um, and then it all starts to break down, and then you start to realise that it's exact, it is not what it seemed at all. Mm. But then, yeah, how do you advertise that? Because like, you want people to think it's a sitcom, and you want them to be subverted, but who's actually going to sit down and watch that kind of a three-camera sitcom without knowing that there's something else going on in the background? But that is what they did with WandaVision, as far as I remember. The early no. promo was just, you didn't yeah, know. I mean, mean, if you knew the superhero characters yeah. and stuff, you obviously know that it's a Marvel thing, blah, blah, blah. But it was pitched as a sitcom. And the first episode was like that. And kind of, yeah. But you knew something was going on, though. Like, there was, a, even though it was a sitcom, you knew that something else must be happening. Hmm. Whereas I don't, I kind of don't want this for this. I want it to just be, although it's impossible to ever do that, but it would be great if you could just make it seem like it's a sitcom. And then it all breaks down. And you're like, oh my god, it's not that at all. Although maybe you do want the intrigue a little bit. So maybe you do want to pitch it as not quite what it seems. I don't know. Yeah, I like that idea. But either way, the point was with the sitcom, with the movie. Whenever you come up with some ideas of your own, um, we can have Bootleg Turkey as the production company, and we can produce all these things. Bootleg Turkey presents. Yeah, yeah, and then it can be like a showcase of like all these things. Mm. You can do events of a festival. And like, you know, all these things like Comic-Con and things, there's always like big things going on, like in the middle of the room or whatever, or like little stalls. Like one of ours could be stalls. An, an interactive, yeah, stalls. Oh, stalls. Not stalls. stalls. Stall samples. No, stalls. Yeah. Um, one of ours could be like, it's a big paper mache director with his head falling off and then you can <laughs> kick it around and stuff. <laughs> No, that's a ridiculous idea. <laughs> what are you talking about? Anyway, that's filth. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Yes, yeah, see you later.